So David, where are you going on tour? Let us know. I'm still doing the uh, Catch Me Inside tour. It's been a blast. Um, I have Spokane coming up on the 16th. Great town. Uh, that's great. I got Palm Desert. We got a lot. Tyson's, Virginia, Richmond, Charlotte, North Carolina, New Orleans. Uh, is it New Orleans? New Orleans? Not New Orleans down there. Nah is it just nah? New Orleans. <laughs> At the Orpheum. Uh, Orlando, Clearwater, Vegas with Nikki Glazer. Lots coming up. Just go to davidspade.com and get those. And thanks, Dana. I'm glad that you're interested in that. I would check him out. He's one of the funniest stand-ups out there right now. It's a great show. Cheap tickets. Cheap, cheap. <laughs> Rack them. Cheap, cheap. Rack them. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was an Al Capone's vault? Or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay, because you can learn it all on the new podcast Wikihole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to Wikihole, you learn that's the sciencey term for eardrum. Wikihole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow Wikihole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Wikihole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com Deals. Hello, Dana. We'd like to tell everyone we are starting with Mikey Day today, who is a present cast member, 10-year vet. We got to know him very well. I might have to say, I don't think we've ever had a, a sweeter or nicer person on the podcast. We've had many, we've had many sweet and nice ones, but he was uh, incredibly uh, generous and curious about our careers, which was flattering, but also... Mm. Uh, very self-deprecating, and he we go over his his tenure on SNL, and he's he's on there now, and he's he's got some amazing what with the pumpkin sketch. What's it called? David S. Pumpkins. Sorry, is... David S. Pumpkins. He wrote co-wrote a lot of um, great sketches on that show. We broke down a few sketches, but mostly talk about the overall feel there. That this one was very SNL, and then uh, mm -hmm. his co-stars. Um, we talked about us a little bit, which is normal, <laughs> unfortunately. We, we kept bringing, you know, you throw a boomerang oh, and it comes back to yeah. you. Bill. He he was curious about us because he's maybe in the age group when he was like a very small little boy. Yeah. I was on a the A baby show. in a crib watching us. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, he's the old war horse here. He's the grizzled vet. <laughs> he, looks, he looks pretty good. Yeah, he looks pretty 71. fresh face for being yeah. a grizzled vet. But uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. We had a great time with him. Here he is, Mikey Day. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Sorry? this is, We've had this so many times. The worst was Martin I Short. I know, but <laughs> not again. it's happening. I'm like, I'm seeing my heroes on screen and then I'm hearing you guys do Lorne and I'm like, I want to participate in this bit and I can't, oh. I can't get out. <laughs> well, what, uh, where are, where are you? Are you at? I'm in New York. Okay. I'm doing this. I was in this very small role in this Jerry Seinfeld movie in Netflix. Pop tarts. They're doing like a promotion. Yeah. 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 They're doing a promotional day and it's so funny because it's the only day I've had something and because i've it's our two-week hiatus so i've yeah, just been yeah. at home yeah and then of course the one day that i have this that i've been looking forward to and i like went through all my stuff and my home computer to make sure that i'd be good and then the internet was yeah. failing and i was like oh god 
I see I them. I that my happens heroes. to almost my every heroes. person we do it, so don't worry. <laughs> we don't need another hero. That's very nice. Can I ask you a question? Uh, <laughs> Pop-Tart. Like, if Jerry uh. did that... Jerry Seinfeld! Did, did I ever do Jerry Seinfeld's new album he's coming out? Vinyl? Go ahead. It's a vinyl album, comedy album, Jerry Seinfeld. And all is a picture of Jerry, and it says, Paper clips. Why? <laughs> Sorry. Paper clips, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Why? But, but the, the thing is, Jerry, as you know, is a, a technician. Like he worked mm-hmm. on his Pop Tart bit for like years, right? And couldn't quite find the language. I felt like I found almost like an Easter egg of a fatal flaw in the bit. Oh. And this, this is what it was. The, only about the stand-up, not the movie. That's why I'll be curious if he does the theme. The, the idea was when Pop-Tarts came, it blew the, right out of my head. Like the kids went, this is crazy. <laughs> the fatal flaw, because I'm in the same age group, mm-hmm. they weren't very good. What? <laughs> Whoa. Shut, Pop Shut the fuck up. No, there was a lot of, you put them in the toaster, Dana. very little jam or good stuff. And that was the fatal flaw. He was playing it like the kids were blown away, but no, compared to a Twinkie or Hostess Cupcake. Right. Um, they were like, let's go to the phones. Jerry's on <laughs> line one right now. <laughs> I disagree. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. That's I, a I used hot to eat, take. <laughs> I used to eat them plain. Really? But compared to like a Hostess pie, you know, with the crust around it, like those. Yeah. When I was a kid, those those were great. I feel like there are a lot now, but I would, as a kid, would 100% go for a Hostess or a Twinkie over a Pop-Tart. Yeah, yeah. Pop-Tarts, was, that's that's fine. We had them, but uh, I'd be curious because Jerry, the technician, he would have some answer for that. <laughs> well, in no. the Pop-Tart movie, when is it coming out? Let's just promote that. Let's- yeah, why not? Just count it as press. <laughs> it's in May. <laughs> I'm not here okay. to promote that. <laughs> That's fine. Throw it in the mix. I don't want you guys to feel like, oh God, he's got to promote his no, thing. No, but promote it comes out in May. I just found no, that not out. At all. No, we're what we do on this show is we like to uh, we vet and we we shine a light on SNL cast members such as yourself because uh, it because it's kind of fun because we've been in the maelstrom, we've been in in the war room we know everything about it and you do too so david do you have a question for mikey <laughs> yeah do you know this seinfeld bit i was out the, i was out the other night eating at a chinese restaurant and and we were laughing it was all comedians and we were laughing at uh when he he he, he says chopsticks they've seen the fork <laughs> and they're but still why? <laughs> what they've seen the fork and they're still sticking to, just out of spite they're still chicken sticking to chopsticks it's very funny dana he's fantastic jerry will bludgeon an audience in a good way he will hit like <laughs> bludgeon. He, he'll go to the grocery store and just go around the store and have these amazing observations <laughs> and over time you just you're just my favorite of his was so they the caribou, they can't get them out of the forest and they wake up and they're hanging from the helicopter. What are they thinking? I guess I can fly now. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing Ed Wynn as a substitute. I know. Oh. It turned oh into God. God. And you guys know who Ed Wynn is. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Paul Lynn. Who did Ed Wynn? Ed Wynn was like from the 1940s. He was kind of chubby, has a little, had a little hat on, he go. Whoop de doo, whoop de doo. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes, did, yes. I, did I get it? <laughs> hey, Mikey, have you heard that when Paul Lynn came into a party <laughs> in the seventies, he goes, uh, uh, "Smells like pussy in here." <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> that happened. Fantastic. I think my friend was there. Wait, did he do the Mad uh, Hatter, Edwin? Or am oh. I he uh, that was Paul Lynn did the smell. Yeah, even. Even. <laughs> yes. Even. I think Adam Sandler had a little audio influence. Oh, yeah. Uh, about who? Yeah, Yabba-dum-ner. in the same frequency. 100%. <laughs> I can't. I am fascinated. First of all, I love you both, obviously. I'm going to be gross. Thank you, buddy. But I saw, we'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> let me. I saw... Clean slate in the movie theater, Dana. Fuck yeah. 94 by myself. I'm sorry. And mm. saw 
No, I I remember enjoying it. And Black Sheep in the movie theater. I mean, Tommy like, Boy, obviously. Again, but... No one was there by myself. <laughs> Black Sheep was great. Black Sheep. Was, um, yeah. I'll tell you about Clean Slate. I didn't really know what I was doing, but anyway, uh, they, in those days, you'd have dailies. So it was like 10 minutes of the movie, and so I'm in a theater. I kind of by myself, I think, and I'm watching the dailies. And I go, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> How many weeks do I have left? Seven more weeks. It's uh -oh. irretrievable. Uh-oh. But everyone's got a dog in their house. Come on, man. Um, but uh, that's very flattering. You know, when we did a, we were talking about you a while back, and for uh -oh. some reason I had a mental hiccup, and I kept calling you Mikey Day oh, on Mickey. the podcast. It was Mickey. in Bobby's. Mickey. I was calling you Mickey. I was calling I, you Mikey instead of Mickey. No, it's actually Mikey. No, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I sorry about that. that. It's because I worked with I Mick, Mickey care. Rooney. I worked with Mickey Rooney, oh, and that's yeah. what got in my head. But So you were Michael, and how did you become Mikey? Is that a I know or? I use the It's a big jump. The chat I <laughs> Devin Walker on the show was like, and are you sticking with Mikey <laughs> in your adult life? This is you're not gonna change it. I was all I mean, I was always Michael, and then in college, people just started calling me Mikey and it just kind of stuck. But I think I remember my first year here, the first pitch meeting. Lauren yeah. kind of going, Mike, like, is this grown man going by Mikey? Is this what we're doing here? Do I need to call this grown man Mikey? But yeah. Have you thought just... about Big Mike? Have you thought Perhaps about something? Big Mike? Does everyone do Lauren when they come on? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you uh, have a little breath coming. You have a breath. Ooh, Lauren. that's a new thing. Yeah. Let's see how you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, you, know, you look a little like Ed Sullivan. I'm sorry to go back to the 70s. I mean, again. I'm not. Yeah. You hear like Bill Haters and stuff. They're like, okay, Bill Hader is that little quiet one is so hilarious. Right. It was me, Jeff Dahmer. Um, <laughs> a celebrity. Yeah, we always like doing Lorne the bit of him being excited about stuff because he's so even keeled just right. him being like oh my god did you oh my god did you hear like it's just funny imagining oh shit oh beyonce is coming up everyone places oh, everything. yeah just about stupid nerdy stuff oh my I know, god I... did you see the trailer for deadpool 3 oh <laughs> deadpool 3 did you ever go to a yankees game with him oh yeah once the yankees games with lauren are the best because it was like uh, it'll be you, Lorne, and Senator Chris Dodd. And you're like, what? Mm. Yes, the very cool dude, but it's you never know who's... I had, uh, if you remember, I think he passed away. Uh, we're going in uh, Paul um, and Louis Louis May. Louis Mao, the French director, is coming with us. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're like, okay. He's <laughs> yeah. never seen baseball, but... But and it's a <laughs> grand slam. It, it's like that thing of like the crowd's really going nuts. Uh, could I, <laughs> would you like another beer? Uh, it's we love better him. than a home run because the bases, of course, are loaded. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. Well, it's the fourth inning. Should we leave? <laughs> and it's like, should we take off? Should we go? I was there once, and it, there was a rain delay, so we were in like the restaurant area near oh. the those seats. But like, it was so crowded because everyone was in there, and there's nowhere to sit. And it was weird just being like, I'm with Lorne and he has nowhere to sit. We need to fix Do something. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. And so these, we were just sitting at this like large circular table with these very like Yankees fans, dudes. <laughs> it was very surreal, but it was like two hours and then they finally just canceled the game. Lorne's like, I see one bar stool. I'll catch up with you guys later. <laughs> Deuces. Um, just drinks up at the bar, slamming shots. Lorne? Lauren, I, I I don't know how you guys did the show before, like cell phones and text messages, because the amount of information that you're mm -hmm. constant, especially on Saturday, did you just call each other's dressing rooms? I guess go, yeah, <laughs> and just visit people. I guess I guess you need. Did you just talk to people? <laughs> I know. Yeah, we did. I mean, we do that, but like throughout the week, like talking to props and stuff, like we need this and just the constant communication. I'll say the worst part, Mikey, uh, was 
for the for those of you at home, the show is on the eighth floor, <laughs> and not only are the offices on seventeen, but you still have to cross elevators. I think. Oh so yeah. So you have to go take two different elevators to get back to your office, and it was all day going back and forth because you <laughs> couldn't text, you couldn't. If you call someone, they're never in their dressing room, so you have to go look for people. Oh. If you could text them, God, the layer of stress of just would be too much. anything in. Marcy Klein running around looking for Norm McDonald or something. It's just all crazy. So I wish I had that. We didn't have computers, laptops to write our sketches. So we had to drive them in from home, <laughs> hand them in on paper. I would write them rest, long, longhand, back, type yeah, it longhand up. and hand them in. Yeah. Yeah. You hand them in longhand and then they write, they My type day. them. <laughs> there was like a big stack or something. Cause I, I think I heard yeah. Mike Myers talking about writing up Wayne's world. And he said there was like a big bin or something of scripts and he would just, he like put it into the, yeah, which and is the, crazy. Put it in the stack. And then they would take it like madmen type it one at a time. I think we were using hieroglyphics. <laughs> hey. Yeah. And so we just did that. And yeah. then you'd get your sketch wow. and you'd get it before a read through and you'd be like, Oh my God, there's misspelling or they put the host name wrong or they put the wrong. And you're like, it's too late. We're in. That's insane. Yeah, now you just drop it into the file and onto the server. It's all on the computer. That's uh, files and attachments are too much for Seems me. I wouldn't know we had a bulletin that. board. Look at the difference here. We had a small bulletin board with letters of the week, like maybe 10 letters that you could get feedback from the audience compared to what you guys have now. Oh, instant social media. Oh, That's all, yeah. yeah. People going, I hate you. <laughs> there were some, oh, you should do this and that. But it was like 10 letters. That was it. A week that we just saw on a board. That was the only feedback. <laughs> that guy likes me in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's one. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Oh, yes, you heard me right. You can talk to an actual human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What was, uh, just because people are going to want to know, what was your journey how, how much you want to share you like you were a theater arts guy in high school sure college yeah uh, yeah and then went to ucla and studied oh oh did you have yeah. a dream did you have a dream of how that would go and was SNL part of it or you just like want to be in show business and want to make a living doing this or both i mean snl was always kind of at the at the top i would say um but it just felt so far away and unattainable. Mm -hmm. And then I started taking classes at the Groundlings, and there's so many pictures of there, there of people on SNL. And so it felt a little more attainable, but it still felt far away, and the odds would be impossible. And then I I went to college with Nassim Pedrad and Taryn Killam who were mm. on the oh, cast. Yeah. Definitely. And then they brought me in as a writer. Mm. Suddenly Mikey doesn't sound so crazy. <laughs> exactly. Mikey like, sounds like, like a, a, a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> it sounds like a Nickelodeon show. Nassim, Taryn, and Mikey. Um, but... Hey, everybody, it's Mikey. <laughs> hey. It does feel very Nickelodeon. Whoa. On an all-new Mikey. Um, but they brought me in as a writer and then... Mm -hmm wrote for three were you allowed to write seasons. for yourself pardon were you allowed to write for yourself no i was just a writer at the time isn't that isn't that horrifying it weren't did weren't you didn't you start as a writer yeah i didn't want i was a writer performer which is worse it was like oh, pretending okay. i could write for myself but so i really you were like shouldn't. a writer and performer yeah but no one's writing anything for me and so i have to write and then i wheeze myself in two lines and they're like what are you doing i'm like no i'm just <laughs> I'm the teenager. So they're like, no, Mike Myers yeah. can put a baseball cap on. I'm like, oh, you're like, fuck. Uh, okay. I would yeah, go right for the cast. I would go around to Sandler and Spade would be in an office and I go, guys, guys, come on. Anything this week? 
Come on. Exactly. What do you, you would. What do you got Guys. for me? Guys. What do you got for me? <laughs> I'll just go around to the offices going, I can play kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, you can't. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you do a Russian accent? Everything was like, can you, they just poke their head in some good writer and be like, can you sing? And I'm like, sort of. Nope. Took too long. You can't. I'm like, God damn it. They're like, can you do a whatever impression? Yeah. 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 How how are you with it. a pogo yeah. stick? I got that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can do it. I can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Can you do it at the table? Would you guys <laughs> ever do st- commit at the table to certain bits, or would you always remain seated? No, we give it everything. I, oh, to I stand did, up, I've stood up. I right. remember if you if you stand up, it's kind of like okay, <laughs> it's a little bit of a swing. It's on. You Here better fucking nail it. You ever Here go to the piano go. and sing? People would walk Ooh. over to the piano, and I'm like, oh my god, Cheryl would play it. I'm like, you better, you, this better be a home run. Better, yeah. yeah. You're like, ooh, it's mid-second half. I don't know, a <laughs> piano bit. <laughs> mid-second half, I'm reading through. Oh, my God. It's hour it, four. Yeah, we call it like dead man's curve, like second Fuck. half. Okay. As you like, light up on those last two, you're like, coming yeah, to that, a close. That area. Dennis um, would just sit and watch us. Okay. Moving toward the ivories in the fourth hour of this extravaganza. Okay. Okay, babe. So, right. dude, I, My dude, I wish. Dennis Miller is Dana doing Dennis Miller. I have right. a, new, a new Dennis Miller. That was that Dennis. Dennis now is sort of soft-spoken. Okay, I got a couple shekels in my pocket. Nothing. <laughs> you want to go back there and visit the old team out in New York City? It's great, Carf. It's not something I'm really up for right now. Okay. All right. Hey, right. S- <laughs> Spudley, you see what I sold my house for? You might want to fucking Google it. Because as a kid, quoting you guys was like the cool thing to do on the playground. Yeah. And now yeah. My, my son playground. quotes like weird Gen Alpha memes and stuff that make no sense. I feel like <laughs> as for adults, when we would quote SNL, like adults would watch SNL. So you had some mm-hmm. context. You understood mm-hmm. stuff. But now, like, I have no idea what comes out of my son's mouth sometimes how old is he he's 11 and he just comes home singing like you're my phantom tax you're so skibbity i'm like what (laughs) what is this at least i can quote bye-bye and you understand yeah yeah (laughs) there you go bye-bye was helen hunt the first bye-bye yeah there's only two yeah there's only two only two and it blew up like crazy and the second one didn't even matter it was steve martin but we kind of fucked it up, but uh, I heard you we tried did one where you said work. "hello" as the as they're coming on the plane. Hello, hello. hello. No, that's John Lovitz. Hello, oh, yeah. hello. and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you do it, yeah. <laughs> no, we did it once, and then it was on American Airlines. They would play it for the flight attendant, saying, "This is our reputation. We have to fix this." So every <laughs> flight attendant might take a flight for ten years and be like. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm like, you're still saying fuck you, yeah. so it, it's all bad. Are we a bye-bye company? No, 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 no. <laughs> when you leave Burger King now on the on the door tapes, it said bye-bye, and I'm like, no, bye-bye. Now, did no. you? What do you guys? One? What do you guys say? I wrote that with Fred Wolf. Yeah. Oh, I wrote bye that bye. with Freddie Wolf. Fred Wolf's great writer. It was on there. Were you like out of town and? You were it was, on the plane it was, and you were like, No, it was his idea and he came to me and I'm like, Oh, this is just a joke machine. You just yeah. put every every Bye-bye. cast member comes Bye-bye. through. Mm-hmm. Everyone say gets something. some screen time. It gets a little how it gets a little more heated as you go. And Helen Hunt looks perfectly innocent, perfect one to do it. Yeah. Bye bye. Do, do you feel I have a question? Charlie sorry, sorry, it's my face here. Um Charlie Finham was on the his his name is right in front of my face. I'm not crazy. He's just on one of our producers. <laughs> How was the interview? Dana called me Charlie the whole time, but I <laughs> was, didn't correct. But it is on the screen. I'm just curious that you now you're there, and I was looking at the new cast and mm-hmm. just this whole thing that I didn't have that much. The new guys came in, then I mm-hmm. left. But this turnover, you're writing these multiple generations, the Kate McGinnon people and Tara. Right. And now you have, I looked at, you know, Chloe Feynman, you have, I don't know, Ego with him. I'm trying to get all the names. Andrew. Punky I mean, how do you, are you, are you like sort of taking people on your wing a little bit? Do you know 
I mean, you're like, you kind of know the system. You're a 10 year lifer. You're right? like, Brock you're, Brock you're as crazy. a quarterback. You know the system. <laughs> I know how it operates. But yeah, so when listen. people come in and they watch you and you're in so many things, and we'll get to your superstar I mean, sketches. Sometimes. Um, that you do they they ask you stuff you, you you feel you can help them out or what's that like with new new fresh recruits coming off the uh do you box them out do you ice them do you get <laughs> no. in their heads they look like Ooh. the aliens you know they look like amelia Earhart coming off the mothership in well, close encounters <laughs> deer in yeah. the headlights back yeah. <laughs> um, i would like joke hazem like first table but I mean, it's. I feel like it's definitely very friendly. I've definitely heard stories about kind of the show in past years. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. sounds kind of intense and the competition. Maybe those stories are like blown mm. out of proportion as the years go mm, on. Not really. But I feel like if it's very friendly and everyone's you know what it is nice, mikey it's like the bachelor where they're all friendly at the beginning and then it gets down to like and then it starts to, to the showtime and you're like wait you're still here and, and it's, it's, it's either you or them yeah and it's just the bachelor they're always friendly until toward the end and then they're like can thing. i can i pull you aside he's been really saying shitty things about you and they're like <laughs> what and like no i'm just saying i just feel like you should know well the freak the freakitude of somebody getting loose like going out and making a hit movie or you know then then the kind of the apple cart is sort of rocked a little bit mike and i with the freakitude of wayne's world that's at a certain point they would bring in giant like stuff you'd put laundry in with fan mail <laughs> you know that it is, was i can't imagine being on the show mm -hmm. and a couple cast members were in a movie that was not only successful, but Wayne's World was like an insane, insane cultural touchstone. And you guys yeah. were still on the show. Yeah. And yeah, then, they were bigger than the host sometimes. Yeah, it would be like, when would you decide to do Wayne's World? I remember as a kid, like they would air it on Comedy Central. They would air one hour reruns. Mm-hmm. And taping it and waiting for the little Aurora, Illinois, little cable uh, access right. graphic. Um, well, and that's how I was kind of introduced to that era of SNL. I remember when I was a little, little, my dad showed me some rerun of Coneheads, like of <laughs> SNL. It was Coneheads on Family Feud. I'd never seen the show. <laughs> on Family was, Feud is a fucking <laughs> great <laughs> one. They're make? like, name <laughs> something you bite into. And Dan Aykroyd's like, a trapeze. I was like, what? <laughs> it's so funny. Is this? I love it. Name something you eat with eggs. Fiberglass. Yes. <laughs> and Bill Murray's so gross. So like, it's so, so fucking funny. And yeah. the ske those sketches were long back in the day. I was like, this is 11 minutes? <laughs> right? They'd go to a commercial and come back to the end of the Family Feud sketch. <laughs> yeah, you're like, 11 minutes? Um, yeah. But you know what? Uh, I just saw your. Uh, there was a couple funny ones. We're jumping around, but uh, the one. Oh, when you were in the car recently with Quentin. The, I, I think oh, the yeah, traffic yeah. altercation one. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was one of those sketches that you look at and you go, "Oh man, what what a brilliant notion!" <laughs> Tight, very well done. And yeah, did you, did you write or co-write that or has an ending? Yeah, I done it and um a very loose version at groundlings and sunday company mm -hmm. a while ago live with um kevin bernson and was like i wonder if you can adapt this i mean i had to change it a lot for the tv cameras yeah yeah it, it was cool that they were able to figure it out though it's funny they yeah. all they all whenever there's cars and sketches they bring in these massive yeah. black sedans and so we both you can't really see in the sketch, but we're both driving, I think, identical, massive black sedans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey! Generic, yes. huge. TV cars. Like Packard from the 50s. Just yeah. gross inside. I but, did like at the end, they pull away and then you can see for one second the green screen and how you got, because I'm like, I didn't see the camera at the beginning, but then, you, and then I thought it was a pre-tape because they were showing you from down here and her close up yeah they did and then when they up. pull away i go oh it is live because i i remember lauren used to say they always would rather have it live if they could and yeah uh, so and that was a great one 
I mean, it's cool when you can try to play with the, I guess, parameters of live stuff. Like I write with Streeter Seidel and mm -hmm. Streeter Seidel and I write all the time together. And we're always trying to think like, what's something kind of different we could do to play with the medium? Because it's cool if you can score uh, with a live sketch because the pre-tapes, you just have more time and you can kind of play with it a lot more and i think people sure. are more used to seeing film stuff you know online but to have something that works live and kind of resonates with people is a lot of fun sorry just live something can go wrong even in a great sketch it just gets tilted yeah miss cue yeah. and it can unravel even a great sketch so for this one it seemed like your air you landed it probably the best of the week that yeah i mean it really landed. Yeah, it felt in, great yeah yeah it definitely um Colin Jost, because there's a moment when Chloe, who plays my daughter, Chloe Feynman, she yes. is miming like you suck, and she's um using the funny. <laughs> she uses both her hands, and then yeah. Colin Jost in the hallway came up and pitched the joke. <laughs> He's he was like, You should say, I don't love that you use two hands, yeah. which was one of the <laughs> <laughs> funniest lines in the sketch. Big laugh. Like, her doing that was Colin. funny. You saying that was funny. Call, calling her a bitch and pointing at her was funny. And then you did it was oh, hilarious. Yeah, and yeah Quint that one Quinta was, Brunson uh, was perfect in it as she well. Was, yeah, she did a great job. She was great because at the table, I was like, "There's a lot of gesturing," and I kind of mm -hmm. gave her an example, but you can't really script out. You yeah. know, like yeah, there's too many. Move your left hand, so she kind of was on her own at the table to kind of sell it and figure it out, and she was great. She totally got it. And when you're watching cards, you don't know like if you're watching cards, you're like, oh wait, this is the one where I have to go my left hand and I have to stay in mm -hmm. frame and yes. I have to say this, and do it, and then you're like, now the next one, oh wait, eating is this. Oh yeah, I point back. You know that that and my you could just people see people thinking because it looked hard in my head going. Shit, if I was there, the cards have to be perfect. You have to either write on the remember to do this or, you know, you have no notes. You're just like, okay, we've rehearsed it probably twice this week. That's it. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. yeah I, I remember during the blocking of it, there was an issue with the um, window and the reflection. And you could like oh, see right. the camera and the red light. And I was like, oh, we're going to get screwed because of a oh. stupid reflection. Because I've had sketches mm. go to dress. Mm-hmm. And there's like some sort of reflective surface and you just see the red light and the flipping of cards the whole time. And you're like, no, you just, <laughs> no, they're going to cut it. Yes. You don't, you can just hear what's going on under the bleachers with Lauren and the writers. Mm -hmm. You're like, it's what the fuck is happening? Torn to shreds. Um, but it worked out in the end, which was, Awesome. And that's kind of the thrill of it when you're doing something kind of different. And, and I, I would say just for, for, for myself is a sketch like that. Like you, you guys are both doing this physical comedy. The argument is escalating between the drivers. And then we get to in real time, see what you do, how you're going to mime right. out your insult. And so right. even people in a bar and it's kind of loud would probably watch it and, and, and laugh. So you got, yeah, things yeah. going you on figure it out all the time and then it escalates into sexual things and had a really sweet <laughs> as they all do yeah why not why not guilty as charged <laughs> <laughs> naughty bulbous parts <laughs> throbbing and <laughs> but uh this other one that got called out recently by our friend ben stiller is another uh amazing sketch the oh, yeah, home, what a home nice movies man. sketch I know. I don't. Right. Yeah, he's that was written sweet. by Dan Bulla and Stephen Castillo. Bulla, 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 Bulla. Love him. They gave me a great part. It was like a little present. They're like, "Here you go. Can you do this?" It was so much, so much fun. And then Ben Stiller, such a kind, wonderful man, tweeted that he is a very sweet person. Yeah. Like you know. he didn't have to do that, man. And you gave me swag for a week. It's so funny at that show. You're like. I'm feeling good. And then you'll have like a bad sketch bomb at table read and you'll be like, I suck. I'm the worst. Mm. <laughs> what am yeah, I doing yeah. here? The next week, Ben goes, I saw the worst sketch ever on SNL this week. Yeah. And it was the same guy. Get that guy <laughs> off the gas. Isn't it bizarre? It's the same guy. Let's check it out. What Least happened? valuable player.
Why do you want to learn a new language? Well, and where would you use it? What would, how how would you what would you do? I think with what it? happens is a lot of people say Spade. He's kind of funny, but it comes off dumb. And I think, what could I do to fix that? Maybe learn a new a new mm -hmm. language. Because if we go international, if I take my hilarious act on the road overseas, right? We we we. we see? You're saying we. We is uh, yes in French, and oh, C, it is. C is yes in Spanish. <laughs> we see, we see. We see, we see. Yes, yes. yes Introducing, yes. here, I want to do this because I, I love this company. Introducing Rosetta Stone as the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, this is the trusted expert. For 30 years, you can't go wrong. Millions of users, 25 languages they offer. You could throw any of them at me. Do they do Spanish? Yes. French? Yes. Arabic? Mm -hmm. All the biggies, all the hits. Rosetta mm -hmm. Stone, they have uh, no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. That's a big yes. deal. Yes. That's the thing. What they've invented basically is this intuitive process that you pick a language up naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. So that's designed for long-term retention, which mm -hmm. is the key. There's a built-in true accent feature. That 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 sort of shapes your pronunciation so you so you get what, it right. You blend what, in. What what are you talking about? You don't but sound like it, Pepe Le Pew. It's true that when you when I do accents, but when you speak a foreign language, you want to get into the rhythm of of the of the words because that's going to make you understood a lot better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, lifetime membership has all twenty five languages for any and all trips. Your language needs in life, mm -hmm. lifetime access, twenty five languages, and that's fifty percent off. That is a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Fly on the Wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. Visit RosettaStone.com/fly. That's fifty percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses. Wow. For the rest of your life, redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today. David, whether you have a few weeks old puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. Yep. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with your lovely dog. Yeah, well, I've heard Farmer's Dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. And, you know, that's what everyone's looking for. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Uh, it's made from human-grade ingredients, safe, clean kitchens. All that stuff matters. Yeah. I mean, you love your dog. Why, why get the lousy food for your dog? Farmer's Dog is the best. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. Sometimes dogs... much lower quality. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put it in their bowl and they go... What is this kibble? And they knocked away. What is this canned goo? Oh, yeah. I've had our dog, yeah, look at the bowl yeah. and then kind of crank its neck up and look at me. And it was like, really? They go, really? Why don't you go first? You want a bite of this? Slop. <laughs> and it makes that sound. Here you go, dog. Mm -hmm. So Farmer's Dog isn't just no. higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, David. And which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits, David, from healthier coat mm -hmm. and skin, better breath, if you want to kiss your dog, and even easier digestion and smaller and better poops. Let's look at a clip. It doesn't <laughs> matter if your dog's young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health for more happy years with your dog, get 50% off your first box at farmersdog.com slash fly. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use your code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. I'm going to start tweeting compliments at, at SNL cast members. I just hit me how lonely it is on that show sometimes. You know, one week you're like, I, I got one or two, three things at work. And then next week, yeah. It's 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 strange. It's kind of the best, I guess, best and worst part because even if you have a bad week, you're like, oh, all right, there's always next week, and it literally starts all over again, and you can 
turn it around. What did you what did you think that so that the, it's been Biden's been passed around for a decade now? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Nobody. Woody Harrelson, everybody, Matthew McConaughey, everyone's every, everyone's Biden. doing Biden. He's a puzzle. He's a puzzle. He's difficult. He's not, yeah. you know, Trump obviously easy. Uh, Just a madman. Crazy. Doing things. We're going to, I mean, so many hooks and James is still teasing out the hooks. Oh, um, yeah. We you know, love it. We love yeah, he's the Ramadan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then Biden is in this frequency that's very difficult you know, energy wise, because you can't yell like I could kind of with Ross Pro, I could be, you know, can't finish, can't finish, finish anytime, physical and loud. You know? I just want to quote all of your guys old stuff. Uh, can't finish. I like I, that one. I'm enjoying this podcast quite a bit because this this notion that you right now. Are having mm-hmm. somebody who's watching SNL for the first time and going, you, "Do you see that guy? That traffic sketch that guy did? <laughs> Didn't even know your did name. You that, that funny guy. Yeah, that traffic thing was funny. Is Biden's kind of? Uh, we'll see. But I like that traffic one. Well, <laughs> but no one, no one has really kicked solved Biden in in studio in 8H, which I think is a rock and roll room. It does. Uh, it can be quiet. It can. Yeah, but, but generally speaking, if you have energy at home base, it it's helpful. You know, yeah, the first you get so out there, and he whispers, but yeah, because he's into this. I mean, back in the day when he was doing, you know, the running with Obama, Sudeikis played him. It was so funny. He's like, yeah. it's Biden time," because he was like, "I'm gonna get on a train and just <laughs> sit and sing, yeah. sing malarkey." And like old school Biden was very like, "I I've, I've had enough of your shit." I'm gonna call yeah, you yeah. out and he was a very up had and that happy, temper yeah, yeah. funny and he's teeth kind of re- yeah. now he's this kind of older man and so you don't want to go out there and be like lose your train of thought because it's kind of sad <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> well that's the thing yeah yeah you're right just, when he loses his train of thought it's because you know he's you know an older it's dude. like he got hit with a dart gun in the neck right before the speech then <laughs> he's like oh Oh, what was that? Yeah. What was I saying? Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's sorry. unplugged. His batteries are going. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I I mean, the only thing I could do is just try to make it silly, you know. So I have that yeah. Hunter Biden is the only one who can really understand him. Hey, how you do? <laughs> how you doing, Dad? Yeah, it's going. It's going to survive. No, I already ate, but maybe tomorrow night. I guess it's going to say. Yeah, I can go lasagna. <laughs> so it's like not Dad. gonna do it. It's like it's like not gonna do it. I mean, you gotta just go, just make up what Biden might be, and that just right. And then his that's funny. His his son's the translator. Dad. Does anyone know what Hunter him. Biden talks like? I mean, I, yeah, just, I know. I just figure he's kind of a dude. He looks like he's kicking it on the planet. He's just like an, well, yeah, an older finance looking dude. Yeah, <laughs> I do not know how he talks. I Does any guy host gonna... ever come in and say, I want to play Hunter? I don't know. I don't think so. I know Pete played him and he was on one of those wheeled hoverboards that's all i remember he just kind of mm-hmm. passed frame on one of those hoverboards <laughs> i guess because he's like oh I'm a, I'm a young kid but i don't know if anyone's like cracked hunter yeah because i don't even know what he sounds like the, the public doesn't know i mean he gave that little speech in, in the capitol but um, yeah you just kind of know like it's laptop. a generic guy yeah there's not a lot of voice that the public is aware of i'm not <laughs> yeah so i just, just go like this hi hi i'm hunter biden when in doubt just say the name of the person you're doing <laughs> i know oh 100 hey wait a I'm minute hunter it's, biden. it's hunter biden <laughs> hunter biden just walked in the room i'm robin leach i'm famous i don't know yeah, why i don't know why she's I know all my know characters that. That's I mean, you guys were gagoo, 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 gagoo. I think I'm, Hollywood, I'm um, yeah, Chloe, Hollywood, Hollywood minute is the first, the first time I heard the phraseology of "Hey, the nineteen Somebody whatever called, called which, yeah. and I liked it first time when it was called. It was called yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it was pioneered there. 
Um, I that did you invent so, that but, phrase, David? Because that is a that is like a, a thing in the ether now. For you know, the '80s called wants their yeah. shirt back. Yeah, yeah. They did say in that Rolling Stones Iron Live thing that that was started there. Wow. I, 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 right? I think so. I hope so. It still hasn't gone away. It got kind of, it got kind of a. Uh, Tired a little bit, but it still pops up in commercials and stuff. But now so. it's just kind of like a, a it's just out there now. Accepted yeah. insult package. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> when I was watching the Super Bowl, Heidi Gardner, she was in yes. the Super Bowl more than Travis Kelsey. <laughs> She's a huge Chiefs fan too. So she was in like oh, every sense. third commercial. Yeah, I didn't even know. Too, I was like Heidi. She's awesome. She was at Groundlings as well. So yeah, she's a sweetheart. She came on and talked to us. She was great. Uh, I know. And, she's like, um, yeah, I did fly on the wall. I was like, oh, you did? Oh, I don't, <laughs> those guys don't like me. I don't know. Do you think they'll ask me? Do they, do they like me? <laughs> we want everybody. You guys had, yeah, you guys we haven't talked Bobby to everybody. We, we, oh, yeah, Bobby on. Uh, Bobby Moynihan. Um, we should get Taryn on. You know, Taryn. Killian. Yeah. Taryn, Taryn Killian, uh, who's had an incredible run on that show as well. And uh, wait, yeah. what about Is It Cake, Dane? I have to ask him about something about Is It Cake. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Be That's a cool show. Wait, That's a you, game. You, you guys know what Is It Cake is, and you're over yeah. the age of six? I, <laughs> I actually, I, I like it. love it. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. It's, it just, seems it's just fun. It's so. When they first told me what the concept was, I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, then, is that all it is? And you go, yeah, but it's there's a show there. It feels very much like the show is aware that it's called Is It Cake and play. There's like a lightness to it and mm -hmm. there's kind of an innate humor to it because mm -hmm. of how ridiculous the concept is. But at the same time, it's really cool to see what those bakers do i mean no they like do a geniuses. great job with it yeah it's a lot of fun but kids have responded to it and it's of remarkable course. that they they love it not just the end game part they like are really into how they create these bakers how they create yeah cakes which i guess maybe because maybe it's like almost like a magic trick seeing how they how they do it but it's really interesting that kids respond to it and then it stumps all the dumb celebrities they like that part <laughs> yeah they're like <laughs> although ego came on um and did very very well she was really good at it too well she would find she won't yeah. be back <laughs> i know you're like you're, it's weird because for the judges they're like if they find it you're you, I know you don't want danger of not winning money. <laughs> I just did a game show, and the funny thing was, I was telling Dana is they want some, they want some comedy. They all want some comedy, and obviously that's why they get you. And then when you go out there, do they try to juice you to be a little more energetic? <laughs> there is always um, in my earpiece like another one, more. a little more energy. Well, have some more you know, energy. Have some fun out yeah. there. Yeah, explain the I'll, rules again. Yeah, you're like. I just, my least favorite part is explaining, like, if they do miss, then they'll go into the prize pot for another $25,000. <laughs> However, pot. if they're spared, and you're like, yeah, same I know, like and everyone's like, we heard pot. that right before the fucking commercial. We know about the goddamn prize pot. And you're <laughs> like, show well. Show me the T-Rex that looks, that's made out of cake. <laughs> yeah, someone hit it with a hammer, and we'll figure it out. But, I mean, everyone, everyone involved with that show is fantastic like they're very they're very like do whatever you want it's not like um so we need to do it again <laughs> they're very like yeah just have fun with it so i've been lucky in that respect no it sounds like a fun one it sounds like a cool one you guys too. gotta come on i'll come well, on we gotta go you're, you're cutting out i'll, I'll come on <laughs> when, how, when dana you... <laughs> and david gave a very mixed possibly no. so we've they got a might. couple verbal we've got some soft yeses uh, well, you know what i'm gonna talk my team my team will reach out to you i oh, like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> polite no team, team is discussing it you know the term airbnb yeah what's good is if like i have a place and uh i don't there's there's a place i don't stay in mm -hmm. as much and so my first thought is I should Airbnb this thing because 
Then you make a few beans in your jeans and you can go off and, you know, maybe buy something you wanted to mm -hmm. buy while you're not using. That's like, that's earning money while you sleep using your home as an Airbnb. I have a, yeah. a, a, a well, it sounds so bourgeois, an extra home kind of someplace. And so it might make a really good Airbnb. Seriously. Hmm. It's not a bad idea because, you know, it's easy. And then people come in, they go, you make a little cash, you move on. I mean, you travel a lot. I travel a lot. It's good for us. You know, we can, you can Airbnb your house here and then go somewhere and do it. And that's the thing is you have so much flexibility. You could do it just during the summer months or just do weekends. I mean, you're in complete control. And then you make, as you call, the beans while you go do yeah. other things. Right. Like, let's say, you know, you're going to take a trip for a family reunion every year. You can plan ahead, take that week and uh, Airbnb your place. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no holes in this theory right here. <laughs> you know, if you have a seasonal yeah. house. Got to try it out. Listen, your place might be worth more than you think. You got to check in. You find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Toyota's national sales event is happening now, meaning it's a great time for a great deal on a dependable Toyota truck. Like the Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully designed Tacoma. Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. All new Toyotas come with Toyota Care, a no-cost maintenance plan. See your dealer or visit buyatoyota.com for details. Let's go places. What about David S. Pumpkins, Dana? Remember we had Tom Hanks on we were laughing about that? Uh, one, uh, a, oh, a man. singularity as a sketch, as odd weirdness, one of my all-time yeah. favorites. And I yeah. know that- That's awesome. You were, you were it, it, well, you know it's just special. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. What, what yeah, do, when it, when I, do you know it's working? I don't know. It was so <laughs> weird. We wrote it, it was like 4 a.m. And I had gone to Disneyland all the time because I grew up in- Southern California and mm -hmm. went on when I forget when Hollywood adventure or whatever there. Yeah. Where things California adventure. Yeah. yeah. And then there right. was that tower of terror ride. That's what I'm trying to get to. Um, yeah. It's just very, to me, lends itself to a sketch format with like a doors opening and something yeah. crazy mm -hmm. closed doors yeah. again. And then, <laughs> so, so funny. it made us laugh, but it's, it's funny because there's no like, hard joke jokes in it where you're like okay well that's at least we know a joke it's all just i'm weird and then them and then it works to, though yeah it, and when so, it works with that shit well it's could crazy. i could i insert this <laughs> my point of view on this some sketches are so funny you can't really laugh at them the first time but then later <laughs> on, you'll like, laugh more because there's so many questions. Why are they in this right? Who is this guy? <laughs> Why is the other? There's all these questions in your head. Yeah. You, and then you, when you start to process it later on, it just makes you smile. I mean, Hanks's commitment to it and joy of it was so funny. And then, and then you guys being the people reacting, it was just perfect. Oh my <laughs> it, god, it, it is in, perfect. It, on read through day, in between the first and second half, you know you meet with the host and kind of briefly tell them like, okay, you're playing a crazy German man in this or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we told him, so you're just kind of this guy, David pumpkins. And he talked a lot more in the first version, but we're like, you're just kind of a uh, really upbeat and friendly and like you belong there. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and so, I mean, he's Tom Hanks. So we committed, but and I, I know we've talked about this. I think Bobby mentioned it, but in between dress and areas, like, I don't know if I have a read on Mr. Pumpkins yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to laugh. <laughs> so then he on air. He's won he two Academy crazy. Awards. Oh, so he, he did something else with his hands or something for I, air? He I just feel made it, like, yeah, on air is when he was really like, 
he just he weirded it up it or something. Up. Yeah, he kicked it up to like insane because he's you watch the first one, he's just like staring slightly off. He's just a complete madman, but mm-hmm. it's like the power of Tom Hanks and coupled with like Halloween and kind of the feeling in the country. It was like right before the election. I just feel like all the ingredients were there, but it's been mm-hmm. awesome to see, like I'll see online of, you know, kids in Halloween costumes and dress yeah. their dogs up as the skeletons. And there's a dude at uh, Universal Studios during Halloween who wanders the park as Oh, which was like, all right, that's great. I love a Halloween costume. If you can get a sketch to be a costume, that's hundred percent. Yeah. Also, a lot of these uh, sketches, as Dana knows, the first Coneheads, the first Gap Girls, the first, almost first anything doesn't do that well because they're taking it all in. Like Dana was saying, yeah, they don't know until... A lot of times on SNL, you just hammer it home till they're like, all right, we get it. Fuck, stop. It's a thing it. now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. And we're telling you it's a thing. But sometimes these organically, they turn into. So the next time you come out, if you hear enough about them, so you do do it again, then they're all ready and they get it. They're on board. And then it does way better. But sometimes the first ones are crickets. But how would you guys know? Yeah, we should keep doing this because it was. Letters. <laughs> I don't know. The first Hans and Franz bombed. Yeah, really? I'm sure. Because yeah, they with, because it was so they th- thought we were gonna lift heavy weights or something, and all we did was berate imaginary <laughs> enemies with what we do would, me now and believe me later. Yeah, we'll yeah. come to your house and we'll, we'll put the shape of your flab into a rope ladder so you can crawl back <laughs> down in the sewer because that's where losers live. And the audience is kind of like, <laughs> what? Who are they Wait, talking to? Mm-hmm. Uh, Why are so they mad at me? <laughs> Why are they mad at me? I still do it to this day. It's just sort of fun to be sorry. <laughs> Mikey Day is our guest. <laughs> Look at Mikey Day, girly man, with your petite frame. You're a grown man. Ooh, like little a V-neck t-shirt. You Ooh, better not with your un- V-neck. <laughs> or snap that V. Um, what, are, what are you working on uh, now? For yeah. today? So for, uh, you're coming out in another... 10 days, 12 days from now with a show. Have you got a little co- something you can share with us in your back Who is pocket? It? Do we know? Keep it quiet though, um, actually. <laughs> do we know Shane Gillis? Who's that? Who's Shane oh, Gillis? All right. Shane He's a stand up, very <laughs> successful stand up comedian. No, we know. Him, he but... was actually, um, he got hired to be on the cast and then all that stuff went down with um you did you didn't say the word fired you said he got hired and all that stuff went down <laughs> he got <laughs> let um, go let, let make this stuff go down please <laughs> we're going um, in a different direction he's landed on his feet but that no. was sort of an odd bizarre situation yeah, it was and, a, and what will it yeah. be like how how does the have you have you talked about it i'm not cast? sure yeah. i haven't really talked with anyone about it it was just kind of so we'll see no one says anything there (laughs) it's quite information is currency no one's gonna sit you down and go what we should do how are you feeling act act like it never happened (laughs) no i think shane is funny as shit and he uh i think it's cool snl has him back good well we know we talked to him about that podcast and i asked him you know, it's a, I don't know if uh, it's a line of demarcation in a sense. Was he doing an impression, a character of someone mm-hmm. who says things like that, racist things? Right. Or, it's you know, tough... and, and he said yes, but he didn't make it clear. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, I and mean, all that comedy things get thrown in. Oh, podcast used to be just underground in basements. It's just like guys talking to each other. It's almost like a CB radio. And then mm-hmm. it comes out mm-hmm. and then you go, I don't even know what I said on that. And then you're like, oh, because you're talking to your friends. So, yeah, I mean, I think he paid the price and you learn from things and move on. But it's nice. Everyone says, hey, the guy's funny. We paid the price, but now the price is right. I mean, he's 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 doing very, very well, yeah. Shane. And he's a, he's you a sweet. You paid the price and now the price is right. <laughs> I said, exactly. bring back pumpkin, bring back my favorite pumpkin, but have Shane do the Tom Hanks part. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's like, in unusual, in the middle of February, they do up David Pumpkins without Tom Hanks. Oh, does that suck? You can't do it until 
Oh, unless you, you'd have to do some yeah, special whatever. I don't know. But um, we did. A, yeah, we did one. Another one with Tom Hanks. And I think a couple funny. of seasons. Ago, yes. Yes. Then, he, used, he was just in town at that hmm. time. Yeah. And called. Like you want to do. Oh, right, right, right. Um, David Pumpkins. Tom Hanks is in town. Anybody? Thompson Town. <laughs> throw on the pumpkin suit. Actually, the uh, bigger the star, the less energy. Tom's here. Okay, let me. Uh, let me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tom, who? That's such a funny observation. Um, Barack Obama was dropping by. Um, oh, he doesn't say his name. He goes Barack. Barack. His go, Obama. Royal Highness. No. <laughs> Barack Higginbotham. Um, He's a Vladimir Putin is in town. <laughs> Anybody? He's circling the building. <laughs> okay, do it. Do it on a scale of, of uh, these five sketches. Blink. What's your favorite? Nursing home with Kate McGinnon. American Girls Store as the creepy mm, guy. Okay. Genetics wow. Lab with Sam Rockwell. Live Ooh, report. You and Mar Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of oh, those, is that four. live report. Yeah, where Margot live. Robbie is a scrub. <laughs> I, I'm just her husband, and it's Is a that news the husband that, that yeah. they can't believe you're together. They're I honestly, like, yeah, they were so playing you as like it was an impossible yeah, matchup, so but I, yeah. I didn't really see it that way. You know, I wow. Mean, well, that's very nice. I mean, I look at myself next to Margot Robbie, and I go, "That is an impossible matchup." I would uh, be like, "He must be a billionaire." Um, right. Yeah. But all, that's all four me of those. Every girl really, I dated really, in my life really crushed. Yeah, the dog one is fun. We've done that a few times, and it's always fun because it was—it's usually a writer who has to go mm -hmm. down and be the dog's hands, right? Your genetics lab dog. where they make a dog yeah. part dog, part human. We just say dog head man, and then the last time we did it was Martin Hurley. He went was down there with from Please Don't Destroy down there doing the hands, which is funny because he's you know such a funny dude. And, yeah, he's on camera in these videos, and we're like, "Hey, can you, yeah, bend down and snuggle up close to this no, dog in Panama?" You need funny hands because you, a funny guy can get a couple extra laughs out of the hands. Exactly. Yes. So we ended up going. With Anything Martin. else for this kid, uh, Dana? I mean, I have so many questions for you guys. I have to come back on and just ask you guys questions about all your sketches. Uh, we like being asked questions, but no one ever asks us any questions. No, no way. <laughs> way. That's completely insane. <laughs> I mean, I, I grew up with you guys, so this has been awesome. And I'm not going to be able worse, to listen Dana. to it. He's like, well, I grew up with you guys. I remember when I was one, and I'm like, God, that's getting worse. Like Before I was born, they told me about you guys? I mean... No, that was very formative for me. I would say I won't get. I, I said I wouldn't cry, but uh, this is kind of why you. I don't know if you said that. Why you want to <laughs> do this is that uh, you could be money, fame, all this stuff. But if someone once in a while, someone will come up to me in an airport and say some bizarre sketch I did, and that me and my friends re reference that once a month. You, you must be getting stuff like that with some of your sketches by now. It's nice to hear. It yeah. is nice. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. If I was in an airport and saw Dana, I'd say, Mr. Fung, on the night of the murders, <laughs> oh did <God>. you <laughs> shampoo? Oh, now you've just blown my mind. That, you just blown That's my that mind. That's that one. That's a stand. Dana St had a stand up special on Comedy Central that aired mm. all the time. Yeah, in the 90s. <laughs> I did a 10 Marcia minute. Clark bit on OJ. on oj the premise of the bit was for oj to be uh he, it's either he's guilty or he's framed let's unpack him being framed 165 people had to participate spontaneously that night we're framing oj you in i like oj but it's just too good and it goes on and then i do a marcy what's her name yes marcia clark all my years as a prosecutor <laughs> and then johnny cochran why are we even having a trial Oh yeah, <laughs> just that's the cool. I think he <laughs> plays jazz trumpet at the end, right? Like, your honor, your honor. If I, I'd like to have sex with your honor. Just the his effusive <laughs> yeah. compliments. And if I may, I'd like to play some jazz trumpet. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, oh my that, god, you've, you've made my day, <laughs> Mikey. I mean, and then David, I could dork out on Tommy Boy for 
watched a perfect movie for a long time. I'll never be able to listen to this. I'm gonna be like, oh, you're such a dork. You just spent so much time going, I love your guys' stuff. No, no Dana was just texting me that. This guy sucks. <laughs> Edit this down. Maybe no. We got a it. solid ten minutes in here somewhere. You know what, Mikey? I, I can't find any. I do that all the time. I I just bit my my persona <laughs> on this podcast is I do compliment people and I go maybe it's too syrupy, too over the top. But I assume most talented people have an inner critic somewhere. Am I any? Because what? Where's this drive coming from? Am I really any good? So it's good to hear it right. from. It, if you respect us or like our work, just to say, yeah, you're doing, you're kicking ass on I mean, SNL. You're doing wild, great. I wildly respect you both. You guys are very kind individuals for how legendary you are and the roles you've played in my life, especially. So talking to you guys was like truly a thrill and I appreciate it immensely. Damn. I would love well, to. That's nice come down and weirdly quote lines at you. It's weird when you just kind of throw a quote at someone, but it's like, for no, me, all like that it. stuff is so so ingrained in me. So you just mm. want to say, I know this to the person. Yes, who, who I do did. it to people too. It's fine. I like it. I think it's compliment. When you're sitting there writing a sketch or a stand-up bit and you're meticulously trying to find the the key to the kingdom, basically, and and you find it, and it's just a few words strung together, and then someone quotes it to you thirty years later. You're like, "Ooh, they really heard yeah. that. Someone heard yeah. that." You know? Yeah, so it's, it's weird. Cool. You kind of forget about the audience yeah. at home when you're mm -hmm. doing SNL. You're just like so focused on the studio audience and how mm -hmm. it is received. You're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, there's people at home who watched it." And sometimes people will reference a sketch that you know aired, but you thought, "I don't know. I guess it's like a C plus. I guess." Yeah. Like it's they easily love it. forgettable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then someone will go, I love that one. And you're like, you saw that? Great. That's and you're, fantastic. Your Donald Trump Jr., by the way, is a really, really funny take. And I sure you, you to get recognized oh, right. for that because you wear the wig and you. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Yeah. 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 People will be just play him like a 1980s movie villain. Play him like the guy who's like, I challenge you. To a ski race. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and if we win, we're going to tear this thing down. Yeah. It's kind of like alpha frat boy energy, just coming super competitive. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Trump guys. It's fun to do. Yeah. With Eric, with Alex Moffat. Alex Moffat. Fun to do yeah. the brothers. He's hysterical. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mikey. Thank and, you. It's uh, been a pleasure. Thanks for the Dana, compliments. Dana, thank you. Thank thanks you, guys. For, thanks for so much on. for having me. We appreciate Sorry it. Sorry about my uh, technical issues at the start. You guys Not are at awesome. all. It was, it was an absolute pleasure, and you're a good man. David, final thoughts? <laughs> yeah, Martin Short took two and a half hours to get on, yeah. so it's fine. Never worry, never worry about that. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> no! This has been a presentation of Odyssey. Please follow, subscribe, leave a like, a review, all the stuff, smash that button, whatever it is, wherever you get your podcasts. Fly on the Wall is executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade. Jenna Weiss Berman of Odyssey, Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment, and Heather Santoro. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman. <laughs>